0: Once upon a time, a few basketball-crazy individuals from UP Man decided to form a group chat. And then one day, they decided that it was time to share their thoughts, their ideas, their opinions, their conversations to the rest of the world. This is Javi Palania, I'm with Benito Gregorio, Mix Peralta and Luis Bo'ot. We are the voice of the sixth man from the fifth stands. This is Standing Room Only PH. Today, we're gonna have a breakdown of Game three earlier of the NBA Finals from the Miami Heat and the Los Angeles Lakers. Series is now 2-1 in favor still of LA. Miami getting their first win earlier today. But uh, before we go into the breakdown, we just like to give a few shout-outs. First of all, congratulations, uh, Mr. Nico Ramos and Bea Fabregas for tying the knot. Bea Fab is now Mrs. Nico Ramos. Belated happy birthday as well to... Mr. Ray Suerte, uh, who had his birthday yesterday, and good luck uh, to our former guests uh, also, Aaron Black and Jago um, uh, Dario uh, on the PBA bubble that's going to happen next week, so watch out for that, guys. Luis, take it away.
1: Alright, so as Javi mentioned, the Miami Heat won Game 3, so let's do something that the Filipinos aren't doing. Let's actually talk about the Miami Heat. What did they do right in Game 3 to earn this win? I'll start with Happy.
0: Well, um, in the first two games, really, the, the size and the length of the Lakers was really evident. They really dominated in all aspects of the game. They went out on transition. They got the rebounds and did what they do best. That was what really Lakers basketball was all about. But uh, what Miami did differently earlier today was um, they put the ball on the floor more compared to the first two games where they were just, uh, uh, according to Mark Jackson, going through the motions. And um, they really uh, amped up their defensive uh, game and really uh, got on the boards more, dominated the Lakers on the boards today. That's what uh, the, big really, the big thing that really uh, pummeled them to the win today.
1: All right. How about you, Mix? Do you agree with Javi's sentiments?
0: Yeah. I mean, just to add to that, uh,
2: the Miami Heat just played with a lot more energy than the Lakers today. Um, well, they played the way people expected them to play without any pressure, without an expectation. So no one's really, you know, no analyst out there is really expecting them to win. Statistically, you know, people are rooting for them are really the fans with the hearts. So there's no pressure for them to really take it home and take take everything compared to the mountain of pressure on the other side of the, the court, right? So without without all of that, you know, with that... Pressure mounting to them, pressure ako ng pressure. Sorry, they really just played their game and they enjoy lang yung laro. Pag may the Lakers counter lang sila, panakamali sila, hindi sila nafafluster, binabawi lang nila pag kakamali. And you know, it really sparked a uh, huge difference in the game, and then they just controlled the pace of that game completely throughout the day.
1: Alright, I have to say though, si Migs was talking about pressure a lot because kahapon si Agatha Wong and si Jack Animam talked about pressure a lot kaya that's a word we're using now which <laughs> is correct, I feel. <laughs> Tama na, na pressure yung Lakers. I mean, there's a lot riding here this year especially with the storyline that the Lakers have. How about you, Wanito? Do you have anything to add with how well Miami played today? Wala. Well,
3: Ako to add lang, no? Uh, it's, for me, it's two things. Number one is Jimmy Butler. You no, know, he mm. took over. Took over. Huge. Uh, he knew he needed to take over and he did big time. First career triple double. Actually I'm surprised that it, it's his first career triple double. So the takeover was huge. Everybody just looked uh everybody just looked upon him. Tapos, everybody adjusted to Jimmy Butler. Number two is Miami he took their advantages. You no. Know, Mark Jackson, as Mig said and Mark Jackson said, they were just going through the motions the first two. And uh, defensively, LA is one of the best. Uh, Frank Vogel has the best systems. They have the best reads. So now it's it's all about it's all about just using your advantage. Jimmy Butler gets the switch. Um, he uses his speed against the bigger guys. He uses his strengths against the smaller guys. So um, because of that, uh, Tyler Harrow got his threes. Kelly Olenik got his threes. Uh, Duncan Robinson got a few. So it's all about just using their advantages, and they really use their advantage well today. Alright. Just a little wow. correction.
2: Lang, okay. Go ahead. First playoff triple-double by GB Butler. You know just going to Google not believe it. First playoff triple-double, eighth career
1: triple-double. Oh, perfect time to say. We are not a news outlet for anyone who's watching. We are very opinionated, so let's have some respect everyone. We use Google just like everyone else. Speaking of Jimmy Butler, let's talk about those stats. So 40 points, uh, 13 rebounds, 11 assists. Oh, Sorry, 11 rebounds assists. and 13 assists. And to top it all off, he shot better than 70% from the field. So that was a big plus. So my next question, actually before that, for everyone who's watching, last time we had a matinee episode, we actually gave away 2 kilograms of Myla cold mix. So we're doing the same here. If you're watching, you can comment your predictions in this post. Just comment who you think is gonna win and by what margin, and the closest person wins two kilograms of my courtesy of standing room only. Ph. Last
3: time, I si know, Jason. Yeah, Jason, oh, watching. Congratulations
1: time. to you. Ang lion ng QC, bro. Sana naman taka <laughs> <laughs> uh, Again, amateur podcast lang kami. So anyway. <laughs> Uh, may a na naman. so yeah, comment your predictions, it's all in good fun. So back to Jimmy Butler, me particularly, I felt I saw that he was getting tired. In between Game 3 and Game 2, there were two days rest, but coming into Game 4, there's only going to be one day rest. Is Jimmy Butler going to keep this run going into Game 4? Juanito?
3: Yes, actually I really think yes. Jimmy Butler has a killer mindset. Uh, Jimmy Butler wants it more than anyone else. Uh, if you guys play 2K, you all know this. Every time you use the Miami Heat, uh, they always like talking about Jimmy Butler not having a championship yet on all levels. That's true. From from he was a kid to he was in high school to he was in college, he's never had a championship. So uh, he actually said that he would go to the 15 overleague just to feel what it feels like to have a championship. That, that's actually what uh, gets him going. You, know? uh, you can really see the fire in his eyes. He really wants the win. Uh, so I really think he's going to play well. The question for me is, is his teammates going to play well with him? Are they, are they still going to arrive there? You know? So just talking about Jimmy Butler, yes. I really think he will play well in game four.
1: How about you, Mix? Do you agree?
3: I think one
2: thing that Jimmy Butler was able to improve on his game to really stand the chance against the Lakers is his playmaking during these finals. So I think he got that from LeBron's playbook. Now, When you're tired, you find a way to attract the double team, find the open a teammate, and then trust them to make the shot. And so far, the other Miami Heat players have been making those shots. Tyler Hero has been making the shots. Duncan Robinson, you know, he can go on and on from top to bottom of that whole roster. So I guess Jimmy Butler will be able to conserve his energy if he continues that playmaking route. Try to share the route a bit instead of continually just going inside, making a shot. So trying to you know, balance out those, those two aspects of his game will conserve his energy. So I guess I guess to, uh, to agree with Juanito, it really would come to how his teammates would perform during the next two games if they're not shooting their shots they might be Jimmy Butler so mag offense to sarili niya and if he continues this level of intensity we can't really say for certain if he can make it go all the way to 6 games or 7 na nila na four straight wins or you know win it all in games seven. Right?
1: Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. I mean, Kelly Onik looked good on the floor and it was because of that dribble drive and kick out and then the rotation and switch side. It's because of Jimmy Butler's play where the Miami Heat got to get their threes up. How about you, Javi? Do you agree? Yeah, I
0: mean, Migs and Monitor are right. Um, his teammates have uh, to be really performing well. Kelly Olynyk, that's right. He had 24 points last game and he had 17 in this game. But yeah, Jimmy Butler will not be able to sustain this, just like what uh Benjamin Bautista Buen mentioned in the comment section. It's hard, it's hard to keep up uh this style of play. Jimmy Butler didn't is the first guy who scored a forty point triple double and didn't attempt any threes. Uh, and that's really difficult if you're, you know, just going inside, keep banging yourself up and going against the big bodies of the LA team. That's really going to take a toll on you. He played 45 minutes today. He played 45 minutes the last game. He's just been sitting on the bench for spot minutes. His teammates will have to be really scintillating in their performance. Tyler Hero has to step up. It was really fortunate for the Heat that LA was making a run towards the end. But it was really fortunate that Miami got their shots going. Tyler Hero made a couple of baskets down the stretch. Duncan Robinson knocked down that dagger from the corner. And that's why the Heat were able to come up with the win today.
1: All right, so moving on to this time, the Los Angeles Lakers. Where did it go wrong? So LeBron scored twenty-five. AD only had fifteen. I say only fifteen because he's have been having an amazing run throughout the entire bubble. The next highest scorer up after after LeBron was actually Marquise Morris and Kyle Kuzma with nineteen each. So apart from just the the plain box score, where did it go wrong for the Los Angeles Lakers, Mix? It really comes down to three-point shooting for me yeah, with the Lakers. Uh,
2: Miami's defense is all about zone, and a zone masiket palo so they want to limit the the easy layups, the oh the fast break dunks, the drop pass to AD because Kelly Olynyk can't really defend that. Myers Leonard will have a hard time, even if Bama Dubai was there, mahirapan sila with those open shots. So they had to, uh, you know, compress inside. So that leaves the outside for open shooters, de so dun dun dapat mag-step up sila KCP, sila Danny Green, Alex Caruso, Rondo, all these guys to make those shots so that the defenders will have will have to respect your open shots na yun. And once you stretch the floor, dun mo open na let's say na mo open na let yung dribble drive ni LeBron and dun sila score So as long as the Lakers continue to miss their open threes, the Miami Heat will continue to just dive in and try to just compress their defense inside. And if they, you know, if they can't make their shots, then why will Miami make an effort to defend, deba? Right? So that, I think that's really the biggest concern right now for the Lakers. And I think, I mean, as a Lakers fan, or yeah, as a Lakers fan,
3: <laughs> uh, it really has
2: to boil down to. This Mabawi naman tondo, eh. KCP and Danny Green. Whenever they play really bad, mabawi sila. So hopefully, mabawi naman sila sa game four. And when they shoot their shot, naman
1: they usually win by double digits. Alright, so the <laughs> so, truth nasi mix Migs is a Lakers fan, si, Juanito is a Lakers fan, si, Javi is a Lakers fan. I just like to put on record, as I do every week, that I love Steve Nash, and I feel that the Brooklyn Nets are the team to watch out for next week. Okay, anyways, <laughs> how about you, Javi? What uh, went wrong with the Lakers?
0: Yeah, that's true. That's a good point that Migs uh, put up, that the zone really gave LA a hard time. That, uh, when when LA is not hitting their uh, shots from the outside, it's much easier for Miami to contain them because all they have to do is grab the boards. And um, that's the only challenge for Miami because being in a zone, it's hard to um, grab the rebound. So, um, But a long, a long shot means a long rebound. And the guards of Miami are very terrific re- rebounders. And um, the fact that LA was missing a lot of their outside shots uh, earlier in the game was the key for Miami to... Uh, to start a couple of double-digit leads. Um, LeBron wasn't the same um, from the outside. That's why he was having a hard time going to the basket and making plays to his teammates. He's The usual shooters that uh, he kicks out to. And AD was just really um, horrible this game compared to the first two games where he scored at least 30 points.
1: All right, that's a great point. How about you, Winito? Do you
3: have anything to add with the Lakers' performance today? I think they had the, no, the Jokic effect. No? Um, in the Denver series, the LA versus Denver, Jokic was always in foul trouble. So when Jokic was in foul trouble, the whole team was in trouble. So it was the same today. Um, LeBron is more effective with AD and AD is more effective with LeBron. We all know that. We all, we all can see that. And today, AD was in foul trouble. He wasn't 100% because you know in foul trouble, you're you're not going to be able to defend as well and ad is a good a good aggressive defender so he was he wasn't able to go his full defensive uh, uh power today so that's why number two is la didn't just didn't have the same energy no they were not it's i think it's just human nature that people relax so just to start no la wasn't the same they didn't have the same energy the same uh Mindset, and eventually, they realized that na, oh, parang lamang nayin kalabana. Na. So when Miami already had their their confidence up, I think it was too late for LA just to catch up. So they have to start with the same fire every game. Every game. This is the final, so you can't go easy on any game.
0: Yeah, can I just add to what what Dito said? That's right. No, the good point that he raised that the reason why LA had a hard time going up against Miami in this game was because a d was in foul trouble right away. he picked up his second foul right- uh in the first quarter and then he picked up his third foul uh around the second quarter also so he was really out of his rhythm you know he would sit sit on the bench time and time again and it was hard for him to find his rhythm offensively and it was hard for him to affect the game defensively that's why um good point by uh coach uh Bart Bartolome, he said A D has the effect similar to Braun. He attracts a lot of defenders. Having only one guy who attracts at least two people when he has the ball makes it difficult. There's no real scorer on the Lakers or shot creators left. Heat, on the other hand, adjusted with a three two zone. Momentum always a key and the Heat was able to hold it off. Thank you, Coach Bart. So wonderful point that you raised. Amen. Amen
1: yeah we encourage everyone to actually share their thoughts here the point of this matinees episode is to provide an avenue for everyone to air out their thoughts kite haters say your piece while we we're on the topic right? oh anyways while we're on the topic i guess uh wanito actually everyone touched a bit about energy let's talk about what happened in the end i guess a polarizing moment was when was when lebron walked out of the court with time left, uh, it disrupted the end of the game, and personally, I don't think that was a good move. But let's ask you guys, how about, how about you, Benito? How did you feel about LeBron's yeah, yeah, body, language yeah, yeah. in general? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah,
3: personally, yeah. very disappointed. <laughs> disappointed no, I'm, I'm a coach, I'm a player, and I always live by the phrase that you don't stop playing until the last buzzer. Have no. you would know it because in high school, we were up against FEU juniors, guys. This, we were up against FEU juniors. Lamang sila ng 15, the last 10 seconds. Just, alam mo, medyo chill na ganyan. And I was still pressing alone. Mag-isa, nag-full court press ako, just fighting for for the team. And I heard someone from the FEU bench say, mo to si Gregorio, parang aso. And I wouldn't be surprised if it's Happy. I wouldn't be surprised if it's heavy that calls. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I do play up to the last buzzer. So major disappointed ako with that, Lebron. One more thing is because a lot of my of my players, na bata look up to Lebron. You no. Know? So it, it hurts as a coach to see someone they look up to have that kind of uh, effect. Um Every start of my tryouts, once I get to know players, I ask them, "Who is your favorite NBA player?" And only 3 answers come up: LeBron James, Kyrie Irving, Steph Curry. So, ang laki ng effect ni LeBron. Eh. If the kids see LeBron like this, ba? What what more na sige, idol ko si LeBron, Ayahin ba? So, talo na tayo. So, it's it's a bad body language, you know? Uh, I really think it's more of just frustration from LeBron's side na dala ng 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 um galit, you know, and energy was not there. LeBron played well, but his team teammates didn't really play well. So I would understand, but still, you know, it's disappointing for me because the whole world is looking at you and a lot of kids are looking at you. So don't want to hurt personally that, come on, man, you you, you want to be an example, um, show them how it's like to be a leader. So. Perfect
1: point. How about you, Javi? Any other sentiments with regard to the end of the game?
3: Yeah, no, that's
0: right, you know, because, you know, a lot of kids look up to these players, the NBA players, not just LeBron, you know. It's not an excuse that you're frustrated. It's not an excuse that you lost. You're on the biggest stage of basketball in the whole world. People glorify you. People adore you. The kids adore you. And it's hard for kids to see you like that. It's not a good example for the kids to follow. Because, you know, that when they grow up and when they become basketball players or when they com- become competitors or even in life in general, you know, when, when they grow up, you know, they're going to follow that kind of path. When, when, fr- when you're frustrated, you just let it out like that. It's not supposed to be like that. You know, you have to be a good example, especially you're arguably the best player on the league, in the league right now. So you have to be better than that if you're LeBron James.
1: All right. Now we go to our resident LeBron fan. Migs, how did you feel about the, LeBron?
2: Disappointed. That was disappointed to see LeBron, bro. Lumpot, <laughs> malumpot. First off, I just hey, re- point out. Yeah, just just wanted to point out that throughout his career, sa ten finals niya, na ten finals appearances niya, ilan ilang beses siya underdog, right? Maybe six of those underdog sa, and alam niya yung feeling na underdog ka. Pero mananalo ka. Against the 73 and 9 Warriors, diba? Nagawa niya yun. So, kung tinatambakan nila yung Warriors in one of those latter games, No, after mag-3-1, eh, alam mo yun, binastos ba siya ng Warriors nang na mag-walkout na lang? ba? Alam naman yung feeling ng underdog eh. So, sempre sa Miami, big win na ito for them. No one's really expecting them to win. And at least give them the respect na to finish the game right. If you really wanted to, I don't know, usually si LeBron has this way of being angry at teammates, magtitebang mag sa teammates niya, si mga teammates magigising nalang. But really, the 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 rest of the team played really bad, and I think I think LeBron played what he should have played. Maybe he could have gotten more assists if the shots no he would have come in. Gano. Anyway, uh, I think if you wanted to give off that mentality, nagpasabot siya, tapos botas sa bench. Para yung, yung focus na sa teammates, hindi yung business yung kabilang team. And do for me, dun for me yung malala because you have to give Miami that kind of respect to, you know, not not disrupt the court and not put another issue to the to the story bo- storyline for today, which is Miami beat them. So for me that was just that was the main things, and I guess I don't know. I guess internally I think I hope that the Lakers team the one would would wake up. And makita nila na, you know, LeBron can't do it alone then. They have to do their their own tasks for the team. And for LeBron naman, I think he has to man up to his faults. I know he has the avenues naman and the capability to admit to his mistakes and to show the world that he's not really this kind of person. Na, to and I don't think he's ever done this in the 17 years and 10 finals appearances, diba? So hopefully, mabawi naman niya sarili niya.
1: Yeah, in one sentence, LeBron, dama mo nang haters, don't feed the trolls. You're giving them more reasons <laughs> to hate you, man. You know? I so guess, it's
0: uh, it's just
1: I guess. Just to grind the gears of everyone. Pero, I'd like to ask a follow up question to Mix in particular. So, earlier you said that the Lakers were missing their trees. I guess this main question is did the Lakers play bad, or was it really just better defense as what Ron said that they switched up to a 3-2. Maybe it was just good defense or did the Lakers just really miss their shots? Oh,
2: going back to what Juanito said, it was really energy. Eh. Walang energy yung Lakers coming in. Nabanggit ko nga kay Luis kanina before we went live. The Lakers played with the same energy as how Laker fans in the Philippines watch the game. <laughs> magising, ka na, na 7-30 tapos game, mamaya na lang. Papunori ko na lang yung fourth quarter, naantok pa. O sure naman ito. Aminin nyo, marami sa inyo dyan, di na pinanood yung simula kasi nantok pa sila. Ako, ako, aminin ko. Fourth quarter na lang nanood. So, yun yung energy nila. Yung coming into the game, feeling nila panalo na sila. Tapos, formality na lang na maglaro. And hindi dapat ganun. You can't, you can't discredit the Miami Heat. I mean, they beat the Bucks, They beat the Celtics. So, you, you can't, Yun, pwedeng na And hopefully this game would be a wake-up call for them to bounce back as uh, and show the world that they're really the number one team in the NBA.
1: All right. So again, I'd like to remind everyone who's watching that you can comment your predictions for game four. Just guess who you think is going to win, by what margin, and the closest answer wins two kilograms of Milo, courtesy of us on standing room only pH on Champion Energy. All right. So uh, we talked about energy. I guess... Something came up in between Game 3 and 2 was people calling out the bubble as irrelevant. Like, if the Lakers win the chip, it's irrelevant. But my question particularly is how the dynamic is different given that there are no fans. I mean, momentum is driven through your personal arousal throughout the game. So, how much of an impact is no fans during the bubble? Have you?
0: I think we we've, uh, we we've, uh, I pointed it out. Uh, I think also in my earlier interviews on Raja Katakunan that the 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 fans really was a big factor in the younger players ste- stepping up their game and some um, marquee players um, you know tuning down a bit because they're not used to playing with no crowd and ito naman mga bata parang they're adjusting to the packed arenas of the NBA, and for you to have no fans in the arena and just good old basketball was able to help them elevate their game. But you know, I'm I'm not really agreeing with people who are saying that the chip this year, the NBA championship this year is irrelevant. If anything, it's even harder. It should be an asterisk, but you know, it should be like it's a whole different game, ikangad right? ba? So they're dealing with. They're dealing with a situation that's very difficult. they're in a bubble, they're away from their families, they're away from their loved ones. They're not playing in front of fans like they usually do, and it's really a different game for them for all the players, so it shouldn't be deemed as irrelevant for anything. It should be a uh, really a uh, very unique NBA championship this year.
1: Oh, not haters ah ha? so <laughs> relevant yung see na so so know just don't downplay it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, these guys have been in the bubble for so long and they're playing basketball. If any, it's actually an indicator that these are really good players because it's just all basketball. They're not playing through hype or anything. They're just really going off talent. I have a different question for Juanito. then. I gave one to Mix, I gave one to Happy. Juanita, my question is, how well did Eric Spolstra adjust in Game 3?
3: Um... I think this, the adjustment really was more psychological rather than technical. No, the the heat system is always there. Um, they know what the strengths of the Lakers are. They know what their strengths are. So Eric Spoelstra being Eric Spoelstra, all he has to do is just tell them, guys, kaya yo. no, kaya nating ipos, kaya nating talunin yan. And I think he did a really good job. Um, technically he did do some adjustments. Uh if you can see, they actually didn't switch LeBron and Ano uh, So LeBron always wanted that screen with Duncan Robinson, cause Miami would always switch everything. And eventually, they got the uh, the first two games. They got that LeBron on, on Duncan Robinson, and he ate Duncan Robinson alive. So what what he, they did today was Duncan Robinson was just gonna show a bit, and then Jimmy Butler is gonna come back right away. Uh, so that's a really good adjustment for me because LeBron is basically seventy percent of the offense. So once you get Jimmy Butler on LeBron, most of the time LeBron gets to be uh, you can't stop LeBron, but at least you can uh, contain him a bit. So that's that's a good adjustment from them. Um, but again, I think it's really more psychological that he he put on the players' minds. that kaya nyo kaya talunin and uh, it really showed. It really showed today.
1: All right, we actually got a pretty good comment uh from Jago Eusebio, my colleague at Titan. He said that no goat should have chill mode games during the finals. We talked about the energy, so do you all personally feel that LeBron and the Lakers walked into this game as complacent? Have you
0: yeah, um definitely no. If you uh, watch the Denver series, they were also like this in game three when Denver won. They went through the motions. They didn't play with the same type of energy going out of the gates, And that's what exactly what happened today. You shouldn't have chill mode in the finals. That's correct, Diego. Uh That's why I can't really put LBJ in the same pedestal as MJ because MJ didn't have chill mode. MJ was always on the prowl. MJ was always... Looking for the kill. And, you know, games like this show that LeBron just doesn't really match up to what uh, MJ showed
1: in his prime. All right. I'll throw this to Migs. Do you have a counter <laughs> being a LeBron fan?
2: Then, uh, I would have to disagree a bit with Havi there. Uh, mostly because I felt LeBron was not chilling this game. Kaya nga siya on the end. But, his teammates were really coasting throughout the game then, so doon mo makikita. And yung killer instinct, kasi nalibug, his game is passing, eh. his game is really finding the open guy, making the efficient shot. So siyempre, kung yung mo, nagko-coast, yung tinataman hindi ganun kaganado, hindi iti, That's a wasted possession, diba? And eh, I guess if you have a killer instinct and you're scoring first like Michael Jordan or Kobe Bryant, then you can score at will and then, papasok na lang yung luck factor kung yung talbog ng bola kapisayo, hindi so I, that's how i feel the 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 comparison with lebron is with regard to his coasting mode i, don't, I never really saw him coast through games na gantong situation na finals we can see now even in his losses throughout his career like his first game loss against golden state no golden state with the kd installation he scored 51 points I don't think that's coasting, right? But the game ended with the J.R. Smith So, I I'd really have to, I really have to, uh, I guess, pin the blame towards the other people around him. And, and for, as an advice to LeBron, if he's as advice is, you have to, you have to I think as, as a guy, as, as his kind of player, he's a team player, he Also, has to distribute the level of energy to the team because he can't be solo, solo, uh, energy and then everyone else is tamat tamat. So, kailangan lahat, ma distribute magpakita niya sa lahat.
1: Before I move to Winito, Javi, would you like to have a rebuttal? Lanaman <laughs> mix, mix gave
0: a good point, uh, that it was indeed LeBron's teammates who were underperforming today, AD. In fact, it was only Alex Caruso, in my opinion, who had a good game and maybe Kyle Kuzma, but the rest you know, were just really underperforming. Rondo was at his usual self, only four points. Um, He turned the ball over in crucial moments. LeBron played a good game, but yeah, um, his teammates weren't really at par to what they played in the first two games.
1: Alright. So, actually, before I move to Juanito, even a Ivy to Numbro, Hi, Ivy. Thank you for listening. ...said that hi, Kaya Giovanni, nor hater of LeBron, is because of his attitude which showed today. He's got to yeah. be respectful being the top dog in the NBA. So, thank you, Ivy, for that point. Juanito, do you agree with Ivy? Uh, and do you feel that he was indeed complacent today? Juanito?
3: Um, well... I would say he did start off a bit uh, unenergetic, but he wasn't complacent. If he, wanted, he wanted early on to to contribute, uh, to to spread, you know, the, the normal LeBron. I think who was complacent today was definitely AD. You know, he was actually laughing, foul trouble, oh shit, foul trouble. So AD was definitely complacent today. LeBron was just didn't start off uh, the same. But he wasn't complacent the whole game. Um, he he was actually the one who played well today. Um, he was attacking. I think it's also a factor that he, Jimmy Butler was in front of him the whole time. You no, know, as I said, that the switching did did have an effect, and Jimmy Butler had contained him and contained LeBron. Still had, what twenty five points and a, a lot of rebounds and assists. So, um. I don't think he was complacent, but I think he could have done better. He would have been it would, would have been better if he attacked more. Um, they weren't as aggressive, and it wasn't. It's not about complacency. It's more about really the system, seguro. No, it's 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 uh, a lack of. Uh, they wanted to spread the ball more. Um, good thing Marquise Morris actually kept them alive with a beautiful shot. Now, if Marquise wasn't there, it would have been a blowout. Definitely, Marquise made big threes. Uh, so, uh, complacency, I think, a bit, but not enough. Not enough, so.
2: Alright, so I guess... To, so, to I add don't... long, uh, Louis, sorry, to add long to what Juanita said, okay, Markiev Morris, I really have to commend him then for his play. And actually, I would suggest that if the Lakers would were to put Markiev Morris on the starting lineup, because he's more of a stretch big compared to Dwight Howard, wala na si Bam Adebayo, wala na si big guy talaga in the middle. And the Dwight Howard Kelly Olenek mismatch is really showing on off- on the on Miami's offensive side. So if they put a smaller guy like Markeith Morris, who can match up on a bigger guy like Olinick or Myers Leonard, or the smaller uh smaller wings like Jimmy Butler or Jay Crowder, then feeling a matchup yet.
1: Yeah, great point, Mix. Thank you for that. So now looking ahead to Game 4, actually Mix already touched a bit on it. Let's talk about Bam Adebayo. Uh, no offense to Goran Dragic, but based on the injuries, it seems that he's more likely to still be unavailable for Game 4. So let's assume that Bam, who was suited up in the past two games, is healthy to play in Game 4. How much of a difference, difference can this be for the Miami Heat Happy.
0: Definitely, it will be a big loss for them with Bam there. You know? Their big rotation will be uh, shored up quite a bit. It's um, been an amazing effort by Myers Leonard, by Kelly Olynyk on the defensive and offensive end for Miami down low. But having Bam, who's very versatile both, off, both on both sides of the court, will be a big boost for Miami. Um, he's been playing great this whole playoffs. He's been stepping up every series they've gone to. And it's just unfortunate that he re-injured his neck and back uh, in the first game. So really, my coach Eric Spolster will really need his help if they will win for uh, three state games to capture the crown.
1: Manita, do you agree?
3: Yes, uh, definitely, big plus if Bam Adibaya comes back. Um, number one, he can. He the only uh, player who can contain AD. Uh, it was only a lucky, uh, it was only lucky for Miami today that AD was on foul trouble. But uh, man to man, say AD is not on foul trouble. Only Bam can contain him. Um, so definitely, a plus. rebounding wise. Definitely, I think Bam has been averaging around twelve in the series. No, so Jimmy Butler had to step up today. Tyler had to step up today. But you know, you can they can't be doing that for the whole series because they're going burn out So. Bam is really the one who's naturally the rebounder. So a big plus. Um, one thing that I can see as a, a disadvantage is that Kelly Olenek really stretched the floor and Bam doesn't have the three. So um, what's the adjustment going to be? gonna be more Dwight Howard or is it going to be less Dwight Howard? So it can be less threes and it's what kept them alive earlier. So, But still, uh, it's not going to be enough not to ha- want to have Bam there. So Bam would still be a plus.
1: Alright, great point. How about you, Mix? Oh, I'd have to agree
2: with Winnie The second half. I I kinda I kinda see now Bam Adebayo would be a disadvantage to the Heat right now. At, during the time that the Lakers don't uh, the Lakers don't have a solution to the small ball in Miami. Because the Lakers have a solution to Bam Adebayo. Because they have three big guys that they can rotate on him. Three and a half could be mo si Markey Morris. So, you know, Dwight Howard really banged him up. Kaya nga siya na-injured. And it's not necessarily like uh, foul play or ganun. Ganun lang talagang maglaro yung malalaki sa paint. Talagang talagang talagang, eh, muscle up talaga yung game sa loob. eh. And if Bam Bam comes back in game four, I feel like it will be a disadvantage because we don't know yet if the Lakers have a solution to the small ball. But if they, if ever they don't and babalik Bam, then they have a solution to bigger, bigger play. And I feel like Dwight Howard to play better with Bam there compared to competing against stretch guys like Mars Leonard and Kelly Olenek.
1: Actually, oh, that's a good point. That's a good contrast. I mean, Kelly Olynyk d- is playing amazing basketball during these NBA Finals. He's coming off like a really good veteran. Even though every time I see him, all I can see is him injuring Kevin Love. So I still really think Baba is in la the front bench. But it's good seeing Kelly Olynyk. You know? I mean, not... <laughs> you not know what's saying. funny, though? You know what's funny, yeah. though? The, the series...
3: Uh, I think it's already been three series that Kelly Olynyk. Uh, played well in the playoffs against LeBron, but he all lost everything. No, So he never won the series that he played well in. So it's going to be fun to watch. Could this be the first, or is it going to add up to another loss against LeBron for
1: Kelly? So, hold so all eyes are on Jimmy Butler, but it's actually Kelly Olynyk who's the man on the mission. I mean, he's been through and through. He's got to get that chip against LeBron. We brought up I, a different storyline.
0: I
2: hate the guy, Pero. Side story, like, you know, it's
0: a fantasy. It's a
1: medieval play. <laughs>
0: doesn't
1: even look like a basketball player. Well, it's <laughs> sa Miami. I mean, it's, uh, it's like a Duke Nation over there. Hunting <laughs> European Mafia. <laughs> oh, yeah. But it's not a character that's super bad. si si McLovin. It's naman McLovin. So I guess I'd like to ask now. Uh, one fearless prediction each, particular to game four. A fearless prediction for game four, mix. Uh, I feel like
2: the Lakers will win the month. Um, I'm not gonna give a number on how much they'll win, but I'm pretty certain that they'll bounce back for game four. I say I really don't see them, you know, making the same mistakes
0: twice. Have you? I'd have to agree with Mix though. Um, despite Miami having the momentum now, I don't think LeBron was really bent on winning this championship because it will be a big uh, boost to his legacy and it will be a big minus if he loses this. No, the, the haters won't stop. You know, the, Everybody's not going to stop talking if he loses. That's why I'm sure he's tired of hearing all this shit. That's why he's really going to make sure that they're gonna win this next game, but it's really gonna be—it's for me—it's still gonna be a toss up. Um It's gonna be a close game, definitely, but uh, gonna be a toss up. But I think LA is gonna come
3: up on top. Manito. Um, As a Laker fan, I think it's gonna be a close game, but Miami.
1: Ooh, Ooh.
3: interesting. All right, so that's <laughs> a good first game. They're hype, they're hype, and they're gonna ride the hype. Um... So it's going to be interesting. I really think Miami, I, have a, I just have a gut feel.
2: Yeah, I don't think they can ride the hype. They're too young. <laughs>
3: Baka,
2: I mean, you know, when you're young, you're a player, and you're a lot of fun, you're a lot of overconfident. I feel like there's a factor. Eh. That's a good and point. And the Lakers side, they're all going to be able to win. There's a lot of people say, hey, we're going to win. And this is our wake-up call. Natin. And they always lost a pivotal game throughout the playoffs. One game. First round, second round uh, Western Conference finals. And they always bounce back. So I feel
0: like bounce back And wait, i sorry. Just to go back to our point, Karina, about Bam Adebayo, it's really going to be interesting how he's going to affect the game, whether positively or negatively. Because you know, they've been they found the rhythm with Kelly Olinik and Myers Leonard playing the stretch big. Bam Adebayo doesn't have that three point shot yet but Kelly Olenek and Myers-Learn do. So it's going to be interesting to see how coach Eric Spolster will play him, how the Lakers will play their defensive schemes, whether it will be confusing for Frank Vogel or it will be easier for them to figure out how to defend Miami. So it's really going to be interesting how Bam Adebayo will be played if he's going to be healthy in the next game.
1: All right, I'll have to agree with Juanito. I actually think the Miami Heat are going to pull off uh, Game 4. Let's add uh, some more predictions in terms of specificity. So I feel that Duncan Robinson is going to have a breakout game. You heard it here first. I think the way he played today, he's going to have a breakout game in Game 4. Probably more than 20 points. LeBron's going to get his triple-double. AD's going to play decent. But I think in the end, it's going to be Duncan Robinson who has the breakout game. How about you, Mix?
2: Ako, I feel like Babawi is yung the starting guards of Lakers. KCP and Danny Green, at least two threes Big each. Brothers. So at least two threes each. And I think the Lakers will be okay. Na, kung sila mag... So that's what? Two, four, twelve points from the both of them. At least, okay.
3: Cabs? Oh, 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 I feel. I think this guy... <laughs> I think this guy is going to make it. So so whoever guys, it's going to be on sale now. Abang maaga. Yes,
1: I'm putting it on sale na, abang mura pa. Kanina mo yon hobbies. Siningitan ka na, nag-peg pa nan anong NBA cards. Yeah,
0: right. Hari di din naman tayo for sale podcast dito, eh. Ay <laughs> di ba, di ba, di ba? United taloy. Ay di ka admin
2: ni eh, feeling namin, bakak magbenta kalamang Facebook Live magselling kalamang gin.
1: <laughs> Osekya, oh, yeah. we we'll stick with Bonita naren. Sorry Happy. Tulemano Bonita. Okay. So you feel I'm, that it's gonna be Tyler Hero who's gonna have a breakout game?
3: I really, I just have a feeling that uh, he's bound to have a breakout game. Um, really talented. He just hasn't had the Big opportunity, dahil because of the veterans of the Lakers. But you no, know, he's really he's really talented. He has he has he has the ability to score at least twenty five the next game.
1: Okay, Javi palan Your turn, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Luis. I think I have to agree with you. Duncan Robinson is overdue for a breakout game in this series. But I really like his body language during this, especially this last game, though. No? He's been shooting and shooting. He's been, he has been just kept shooting the whole series. And the Lakers did a good job of making him shoot hurried shots, getting him out of his rhythm, out of his usual release. But, you know, shooters have to shoot all the time. You know, you can't stop just because you miss shots. And this game, he showed good energy. He's put the ball on the floor more, which made more plays for his teammates. And I think putting the ball on the floor will make uh, the defense of Miami adjust a bit and open up opportunities for him. From the
1: perimeter all right to add to that i mean it makes perfect sense to me i mean the way he played defense today off the switch off the screens it was great and yeah. given that they were down 2-0 today you can't rely on duncan robinson to feel like he can take all his shots with confidence but now that they actually won a game coming into game four he's due for this breakout game so duncan robinson i hope you pull through because <laughs> <I don't laughs> a reputation on the line but again so yeah uh it's gonna be a great game four so I guess my last question is, given that Miami did get a game in, 2-0 down, are the Lakers still heavy favorites to win this NBA Finals, Juanito?
3: Definitely. Um, too talented, too, too much experience, too big. Um, Miami's going to give them a fight. Definitely, because these guys are are fighters. Uh, we we love the fight in Miami, but at the end of the day, it's it's a talent league, it's a it's a size league, it's an experience league, and the fight can only get them so far. But it's the, the Lakers are still heavy to win this championship.
1: All right, mix.
2: Yeah, I'll still put know. Oh if if I were to bet on it, I'll still put my money on the Lakers, simply because. I haven't really seen them lose in the playoffs when they played well really well. When they play their game, they played really well. I Haven't seen them lose. So this Miami Heat team, I really feel like they played a really good game, uh, game two, but they still lost that game. So I feel so game this game three, they played really well but the Lakers played really bad. I say Italian Lakers. But I feel like if the Lakers can pull together from the remaining four games they will pull together two surely lakers basketball kind of games i'm sure they will win
1: all right the first throw it to have. i'll throw in my own prediction i still think that the lakers are favorites i feel that miami is going to pull game four but i still feel that the lakers will take it in six halves.
0: Well, i think it's going to be four zero on our predictions the lakers are definitely still heavy favorites for the title, again, what Juanita said earlier, too big, too strong, too long, and very seasoned veterans on that squad compared to uh, very young guns on the Miami Heat team. Definitely the Lakers are still going to win, but yes, Miami will not go down without a fight. It's in their DNA, it's in their pedigree to fight every game tooth and nail it's you know what coach Pat Riley really preaches for that organization and that's really what's going to happen in this series but again it's a make or miss league so whoever makes their shots down the stretch and whoever defends well will end up with the title and before we go let's just uh, give a few shout outs to the people who watch thank you so much for watching Uh, Aaron Lina (laughs) Iron mustaka na bro. Uh Benjo Bautista went Suceso. Shout out Alodia Ivy Tenebro, Mr. Jiggs Reyes, DJ Jiggs Reyes, my bagong father lang to. Congrats bro on your new baby. Um, yes. Joshua Direck from PHK is also watching. Also JE from share, Coach Bart Bartolome, thank you for very actively engaging in the live feed. Charles Adams from Bella Salzo Bell, Ang kalaban natin dati when it's- and Attorney Dick Untayao, thank you also for watching. Tomas Roque, Laura Angeles, Freddie Pahariaaga Jr., thank you also for watching, idol. Salamat, salamat. Yeah. And Mr. Nandi Abrilio, thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much uh, to everyone who viewed our episode, our matinee episode today. Watch out for our next episode next Sunday, and maybe we'll have also a matinee after game four this Wednesday. Watch out for that. Don't forget to follow us on our social media platforms at sro.ph on Instagram and www.facebook.com sroph on Facebook. Uh, and for Luis Baut, Migs Ferrata, and Juanito Gregorio, this has been Javi Palanya. We are the voice of the six-man from the fifth stands. This is Standing Room Only PH over and out.